Thanks for tuning in to Counseling Through Crises, Therapists Coping with Being Humans and Helpers. This is a podcast that showcases authenticity and vulnerability about the struggles that therapists and other helping professionals encounter while being both a human and a helper. My name is Nitty. I'm a licensed clinical social worker, MDRIA certified EMDR therapist and consultant in training, and I work with children, adolescents, and adults who are coping with trauma and anxiety. But first and foremost, I'm a human just like you who's experienced firsthand how hard it can be to give 120% to each client each day when you're coping with your own crises and your own stuff. I'm a solo practitioner, deep feeler, and an emotionally sensitive person, as I know many of you are. And the work that we do can be tough even on the best of days, but it's especially tough during times of duress. I'm also an ambivert, kind of lean and more over towards that extroverted side. And this social distancing thing, while I totally get that it's necessary and we gotta do it, it is so brutal, especially when face-to-face social interaction is my preferred form of self-care. And I know that there's more of you guys out there. Honestly, for this moment, humor, dropping an occasional curse word, and creativity alongside lots of coffee are really the things that are getting me through. And part of that creative outlet includes this podcast. And the reality is, solo practice is already kind of isolating. And right now, the COVID-19 crisis is exacerbating that feeling of isolation for so many of us. So I figured that, you know, having a place to share our thoughts and feelings, maybe that could be really comforting. My hope is that this podcast connects us helping professionals through the common experience of what we're going through day to day as the caregivers to so many during a global crisis. Not to mention all of the pivoting that we're doing on a daily basis to adapt to these circumstances. This podcast is coming from a place of wanting to be real about what we're experiencing on the ground as we navigate the realities of being therapists and mental health professionals amidst rapid change and crisis personally, professionally, and globally. I know that on so many days, we wish that we could just shut off the messiness that goes hand in hand with being human. And man, that sounds so tempting, especially on those really long days when you get home and you just want to plop on the couch, eat ice cream, and zone out to your favorite show before getting snug in your comfy bed. You know about those days. On those days, for me, self-care takes the form of Homestead Creamery Vanilla Ice Cream and Mindless Trash TV. Don't judge. You know you've been there before. In fact, I think that we've all probably been there many times over. But our humanity and that vulnerability, that's what also makes us great helpers. And we try to hold on to that, especially in those times when we want to shut it off because it all feels like it's too much to bear. My intention in creating this podcast is to build a space where other helpers could tune in and know that they're not alone if they're affected by trauma, grief, and the crises in the world. And if you're losing your shit, that it's okay, because I'm pretty sure that we're all losing our shit in this moment. And I guess that I also just want to be able to make sense of what's happening in the world. And if I can help others in the process, well, then I definitely want to do that, even if it's virtually through a podcast. You know, there's a misconception that somehow we're immune to the impact of our own life circumstances, such as grief, loss, trauma, and anxiety. 
and that we're shielded from the things that are happening around us, including tragedies in our global backyard. But of course, none of that is true. Currently, we're in a time of global crisis. The COVID-19 pandemic is affecting us all, and we are not immune to the anxiety and stress. In fact, we're often standing alongside those on the front lines, and we're the ones who jump into gear to support the community and our clients through their trauma and their fear. On the calmer days, the days before all of this went down, we're the ones who are behind the scenes in our cozy, carefully curated offices with low lighting and comfy couches, keeping the struggles and secrets of our clients locked away in our mental vault behind lock and key for safekeeping, never to be shared with another soul. And on a lot of days, that feels so manageable. And in fact, it feels really good. But now, we're throwing together virtual offices in our guest bedrooms or in some closet in our house. We're learning how to do telehealth on the fly. We're revamping our businesses, coping with abrupt change, and still, we're the steadfast vault for those who come to us for treatment. All while we're still experiencing our own roller coaster of emotions and information overload about what's happening in our world. When we enter our closet office, we put aside all of our own stress, worries, and life BS to hold space for others. For those hours in the day, we maintain attunement, focus, and connection, which each of our clients need and deserve for us, from us, especially in these times. The things that were on our mind in the morning are shoved away into that dusty metaphorical container in the corner of the mind's eye to be later re-examined, poked and prodded in just a few hours. I mean, you know how it goes. It all comes back when we're all nicely settled on the couch with that little tub of ice cream and finally have some time to think about ourselves. And that's when we say to ourselves, really, brain? I mean, really? Is this honestly the best time to remind me about that note that I forgot to complete? Or that freaking email that I forgot to respond to? Or whether my practice is coming crashing down around me in this moment? I mean, Thanks a lot for keeping me safe. I really do appreciate it and I am grateful, but could you please just chill? Even though we try and push it away, it's right then and there that the weight, the gravity of what we're carrying all along in our hearts, minds, and our bodies, that's when it all hits us. And the stories that each part of us wanted to share but couldn't, those parts are finally acknowledged. And it's in those moments that we have to try and remember to breathe and to ground ourselves and to say that serenity prayer and to just do that on repeat. Three thirteen twenty twenty. Just a few days before, there were some minor concerns about COVID-19 on the news in the United States, but nothing too alarming. A case here and a case there in Virginia, 
I mean, it was definitely something to pay attention to, but we all thought that maybe it's not going to have a direct impact on our communities. We were all talking about possible precautions to take to keep our office spaces clean, safe, and sanitary for all of our clients. I even remember writing up the email to clients offering both in-person and telehealth sessions. And I felt so good about the sanitizing wipes, hand sanitizer, and Lysol that I already had on hand to keep my office clean. For once, I felt so prepared. I mean, I was ready for this. I wrote in the email, after every client, I'll wipe down the doorknobs. And, oh, I even included in there the EMDR tappers. Great. And the Lysol, that'll be used to disinfect soft surfaces. And I thought to myself, absolutely, that'll do enough to disinfect between each client. But then, when Sunday, March 15th rolled around, and word of community spread of COVID-19 was reported in my local area in Virginia, I realized that in-person sessions could be a risky proposition. I mean, with my poor, severely asthmatic lungs and already compromised immune system, I was struggling on a good day with the onset of spring allergies. And so going into my office and sitting across from my beloved clients, well, that, that all of a sudden felt way too scary. All of the fears for my own health, the health of my family, and the health of my clients, all of those fears came flooding in. And I felt so torn. I mean, was I overreacting? Was it really even that bad? What would happen to my clients who didn't want to do telehealth? I mean, would my clients hate this idea? What if they all dropped off? I debated and I debated and I wanted to send the email on Friday and then on Saturday and then on Sunday morning, but I hesitated. And anxiety and fear kept me from pressing the send button every time. It wasn't until on Sunday night, once additional reports of community spread and requests from the CDC and our governor were issued to stay at home whenever possible and for health professionals to leverage telehealth platforms. Well, that's when I made the call to shift everyone over to videos uh, telehealth sessions. The next 24 hours were such a whirlwind. I immediately jumped into action, trying to control and manage whatever I could in a time where everything felt so out of control. There I was, trying to learn how to do telehealth on my own, sending out instructions to my clients about why I'm making this decision, teaching clients how to be able to access telehealth sessions, ensuring informed consents were signed and up to date, creating my makeshift office in my guest bedroom, responding to messages and questions, and then planning for times to re-engage with clients who might not want to do telehealth once these measures were hopefully lifted. And I know that it wasn't just private practice owners that were doing this. It was therapists all over the community, therapists in our community service boards, mental health professionals completing crisis intakes, school counselors and school social workers in our school systems and clinicians and substance abuse treatment facilities, all of us jumping into action too. It wasn't until 7 p.m. that night that I finally paused and I noticed such a tension and weight on my shoulders. It was that familiar sinking feeling of stress and worry. It was a realization that I'd gotten to a place of overexertion so that I could feel as though I was actually doing something about all of this. 
the world as I knew it was changing from moment to moment. And on top of all of the concerns that I had for my family, my friends, colleagues, and my clients' health and well-being, I was revamping my whole therapy practice. I mean, nothing felt stable or concrete any longer. I allowed myself to sit with that feeling for a few moments. And I reminded myself that just like everyone else in this world, I too am affected by this in every way. We are all grieving the comfort of routines and in-person connection that we had just a few days ago. We're all dealing with this for the very first time. Literally everyone in this country has not gone through this since 1917. And that we can maybe pause to give ourselves some grace through all of this. Doing more and eliminating downtime, as we know, is often a means of avoidance when we're faced with trauma. And I realize that this virus, COVID-19, that's a worldwide collective trauma that we are all experiencing in real time. I mean, we're literally living it moment to moment. That for all of us, our survival instincts are being activated and that we're in a constant state of fight, flight, freeze. Fears of scarcity, safety, and helplessness are all being triggered, not only in our clients, but of course, also within us. I mean, no wonder we feel all dysregulated and off. My God, I mean, we're only carrying all of this. And of course we can't relax once we're done with our sessions. We're still feeling the weight of all of these things. I mean, essentially we're all going into dorsal vagal shutdown and now more than ever, we really need to engage our ventral vagal systems with grounding and connection and grace. And if there's something that I've learned in my years of being a trauma therapist, it's that when we experience trauma and grief in our lives, we need to encourage our brain and body to recover by slowing down, not by speeding up. So maybe we can try and give ourselves permission to slow down and digest what is happening everywhere. Instead of jam-packing our schedules, maybe we can just spend time connecting with our kids during a leisurely breakfast in the morning, or go for a walk and enjoy the tepid spring air on our lunch breaks. Or we could even end our sessions a little earlier in the day so that we could snuggle with our pets or go for a walk with them and then come home and watch that show that we'd been putting off watching. Yes, of course our clients need us, and it's so, so important that we're there to support them through these times. But maybe we can build in breaks where we can be human too, just like we encourage them to be human, and appreciate all the messiness, but also all the beauty that comes with this. Maybe we can invite ourselves to listen to the stories that our hearts, our minds, and our bodies want to share about what we're feeling as we wade through these uncharted waters. Whew. Well, I know that that was a lot. And I think that we need to take a moment for definitely me to ground myself, but I think it's also important for you to ground yourself. So I just want to take a moment and go through the four elements. I want us to notice our feet planted firmly and rooted firmly into this earth. I want us to notice our breathing, our deep belly breathing in and out.
I want us to take a moment and notice either a sip of water or the wonderful ability for our mouths to create saliva when we think about something that's sour. And when you're ready, I invite you to take a moment to imagine a beautiful golden light above your head floating and going through your body part by part and relaxing each part that it touches. From your head, to your shoulders, to your arms and hands, through your back, hips, legs, calves and feet, and through your toes. And now that we're grounded, I just want to take in a moment of gratitude for our inner knowing, our courage, and our flexibility and vulnerability that we all have within us to survive and thrive in these difficult times. Next week, I'll be talking about the struggles that many of us are experiencing as a result of switching to all telehealth sessions to support our clients through this crisis. Can I just say that the exhaustion is so real, y'all? I mean, I'm really grateful to be doing telehealth sessions and I'm really grateful to support our clients through this, but I did not realize how different it would feel doing telehealth sessions compared to -to face-to-face sessions. And of course, all of that is compounded by all the stress that we're under. Um, So... The struggle is real with wearing all these different hats, and I hope that you can tune in next time for more vulnerability, support, and humor on Counseling Through Crises, Therapists Coping with Being Humans and Helpers. Thank you for listening, and thank you for sharing this podcast with other helping professionals and people and humans who may enjoy it. Stay safe, stay healthy, and stay grounded out there, and I'll see you next time.